What up? Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Tuesday. I'm James Rafine. It is great to be with you. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Also on Twitter at James Rafine at Locked On Bengals. It is awesome to be with you. On this Tuesday, coming up on today's show, you're going to hear Marvin Lewis on Jeff Driscoll. You're going to hear Jeff Driscoll on Jeff Driscoll. Why? Well, because Jeff Driscoll is your new starting quarterback after uh, yesterday. Basically, Andy Dalton hurt his thumb on in Sunday's game. Ligaments are injured. They're bothered, which means Andy Dalton was placed on injured reserve. It sounds like he needs surgery and could be out a minimum of four weeks, isn't expected um, Isn't expected to miss off-season time or affect his off-season or anything like that. But now, Andy Dalton goes down. Andy Dalton down, Andy Dalton out for the rest of the year. And so are the Bengals. The Bengals are not going to the playoffs. The Bengals are not going to make a playoff run. The Bengals are not going to go 9-7 and seven like I predicted. The Bengals are not recovering from this one. Not because Andy's this special quarterback, but because nothing has gone right. Nothing. The way the season started, 4-1, and one, explosive offense, high-powered, all these weapons, defense-forcing turnovers, opportunistic, they looked the part. And then it crumbled. And I got to be honest with you, the more and more I think about it, and the more and more I look at this Bengals team and this Bengals organization, the more I look back on the past and just shake my head. Because what happened back in January of this year when Marvin Lewis sat down in Mike Brown's office and they had a heart-to-heart, and based on what I heard, Mike Brown still was open and, and kind of hoping Marvin Lewis wanted to coach the team. And Marvin Lewis, naturally, when he didn't get any offers elsewhere, didn't get any chirps, any inklings that anyone else would be interested, said he could change. Said, Mike, if you let me hire my guys on the coaching staff and you get a left tackle for me like Cordy Glenn, if we go out and get a linebacker, if we go out and make the necessary moves, we can turn this around. I can still be the guy. I believe that. I want you to believe that. I think we can salvage this. And then the Bengals made some really good offseason moves. I mean, the Preston Brown signing didn't work, but I like it. The Cordy Glenn trade has gotten mixed reviews, but I liked it. And yet, and what the Bengals did in the draft, by the way, for the most part, I'll talk about their first round pick in a second, but I liked it. Think about it. Jesse Bates, like Sam Hubbard, like Malik Jefferson. I want to see more of them. Auden Tate interesting player you know there's a lot of players there that are interesting is the word I'll use contributors Jesse Bates is a star in the making I believe that and it just seemed like things were trending upward Tyler Eifert was healthy they re-signed him AJ Green was feeling good Andy Dalton feeling good offensive line improved and John Ross healthy Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon healthy. You have this new playbook with Bill Lazor. It seemed like maybe, just maybe, Marvin did change. It seemed like maybe, just maybe, his coaches were going to get it done. It seemed like 
Bill Lazor could be the guy at offensive coordinator. Marvin Lewis said, I'm going to change, and what we have to change is this. And he did it. At least initially, he did it. And then, well, he fell on his face. And then he showed you who he truly was when adversity hits. Fellas and ladies and gentlemen, anybody listening, and I was going to say fellas because our audience is primarily male, but I don't want to disregard all all of our female listeners here at the Locked on Bengals podcast. The reality is, is in a relationship, if you're a significant other and you have a big blow-up fight and it's just been building and building and building and building, you have this big blow-up and then a heart-to-heart, And it's, oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Usually, 99% of the time, 99%, that may keep up for a week. That may keep up for a month. But it's temporary. So Marvin Lewis saying, I'm going to change. We're going to do this. We're going to turn it around. Sure. Temporary, I mean, off-season felt good. Four-and-one start felt good. Moment you hit some adversity, back to your normal self. Adversity reveals character, right? Adversity reveals who you truly are. When you face adversity, what happens? Do you freak out? Do you lose things? Do you lose touch? If so, that's probably what you are. Or do you respond to it? Marvin Lewis reverted back to his old eight-and-eight self. Marvin Lewis reverted back to the same coach that went into a playoff game okaying that Jermaine Gresham be the go-to target on an offense that had A.J. Green. Marvin Lewis is the same coach whose defense got shredded by Sean Green, Mark Sanchez, and the New York Jets. Marvin Lewis is the same head coach that could not keep his young locker room under control with a 10-point lead following the Carson Palmer injury in 2005. Marvin Lewis is the same coach who had a team so talented that even though it lost its starting quarterback, it fought back down 15-0 to a Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger on January 9, 2016, just to shoot itself in the foot and not deliver at the end of the game after they came back from 15-0. Marvin Lewis is the same coach that didn't have A.J. Green in on the two-point conversion following the Bengals 16-15 after they scored the touchdown to take the lead. Marvin Lewis is the same coach who could not keep his team under control down the stretch. That's Marvin. That's the guy. So since that's the guy, why are we expecting anything different? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. Breaking point finished. I'm not giving Marvin the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying he could change. This is who he is, period. No ands, ifs, buts, nothing, what's, excuses, injuries. Don't give a damn about any of them. None of them. Nothing. Nothing absolves him from it. Nothing at all, period. That is the bottom line when it comes to Marvin Lewis and these Bengals. It just is. And it's it's so damn frustrating. And I'm not sure if he's going to be, be back next year or not. He shouldn't be. I don't think he should be coaching there right now. I don't think he should be coaching there. I don't think Andy Dalton getting injured is an excuse. I don't think Jeff Driscoll—I I don't care. I don't care if Jeff Driscoll comes in and wins five straight games and they win a playoff game. I don't give a damn. Marvin Lewis should not be the coach anymore. I'm done with it. 
I'm done with it. Period, point blank. The season was on the line against Cleveland at home, a rookie quarterback. The season was on on the line at Baltimore, a rookie quarterback, making his NFL first NFL start. And what happened? They face plant. They come out and just kind of going through the motions. Uh, They never – think about that. The the Ravens game, they never were the aggressor. Yeah, they had a big third quarter, but they didn't come out aggressive. Sunday against the Cleveland Browns, they didn't come out aggressive. Felt like they were backpedaling on their heels the whole time. I'm not dealing with that anymore. No more Marvin, period. That's it, point blank. Now, as far as Andy Dalton and his future goes with the Bengals – We will discuss that next. You'll hear from Jeff Driscoll. You'll hear from Marvin Lewis as well. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. And first, a a quick word from my bookie. Because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And my bookie is where you should go to place your bets. They have in-game betting. They have live betting. They have some of the best perks in the business. And if you're a fantasy footballer, all you got to do is is uh, pick the over-under on fantasy points scored for a player, and you can win big today. It is awesome. I love their mobile site, by the way. It's convenient. It's easy to use. It works in any of your phone browsers, and it is the way to go. That way you don't have to go on your laptop. If you're at a restaurant and you want to lay down some cash, you're feeling good about a game, you're talking with your buddies, and they convince you, do it. Do it. Easy. My bookie online right now. And best of all, your first deposit it's going to be matched by my bookie. All you got to do is use promo code locked on 25. Again, promo code locked on 25. We'll get your deposit, your initial first deposit matched dollar for dollar. Again, use my bookie online promo code locked on 25. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Jeff Driscoll is the new starting quarterback for your Cincinnati Bengals. They put Andy Dalton on injured reserve yesterday and signed. Guess who they signed? Guess who? You ready? Tom Savage. Tom Savage is uh, the new Bengals backup quarterback. Says a lot about Connor Cook, by the way, who's on their practice squad. Here's Jeff Driscoll on Bengals line last night, 700 WLW. He said he always knew he was going to get an opportunity in the NFL. I knew all along that – that I had a chance to play in the NFL. Um, I knew I knew I was talented enough, and and um, you know it's just a matter of, of getting that opportunity. And uh, I've gotten the game a, a few times, and I've made the most of those opportunities. And uh, when you do that, more opportunities come your way. So um, I mean, I've proven you know just in a short span that I can go in and uh, and play the quarterback position. That's Jeff Driscoll on Bengals line last night, 700 WLW. Here's the interesting thing about Jeff is I, I think he can play the quarterback position at a relatively high level. I do. Um, now, does that mean he's a starter? No. Here's what I think is going to – it will really piss me off. If the Bengals come out and do all this creative stuff with Joe Mixon and John Ross and Tyler Boyd, like if they come out and they're all creative with Jeff Driscoll on Sunday, like that sounds great and that is great. Why didn't you do that weeks ago? So – I'm already waiting. There's a take that's going – it's bound to happen, right? Is Oh, they come out and they have all these different wrinkles and different things in the game plan. Well, that should have been done already. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what they do there. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's hear from Marvin Lewis. Marvin joined Dan Hoard, Dave Lapham on Bengals line last night. Got to rely 
on our other uh, skilled players we have here in this building. We've got to lean on them, get more out of them, and uh, and allow Jeff to work within his own abilities as well. So that's going to be very important. So to me, him saying that, what does that sound like? Yeah, we're going to have to rely on the other guys to make more plays, which means get more creative with Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon and John Ross and Tyler Boyd and CJ Uzum. Oh, I've been asking for that for weeks. I've been asking for that for weeks. And now you're doing it. You've been asking for it. I've been asking for it. Joe Goodberry's been asking for it. We've all been asking for it for weeks. And now they're finally going to do it. It's amazing what happens when your starting quarterback goes down. Here's one more. Marvin Lewis on the 5-6 and six Bengals and how they still have an opportunity this season. Well, we've had a bad run this season, but uh, we've got uh, uh, still a lot of opportunity ahead of us, a lot of opportunity to earn our way into the playoffs, and we've got to make, you know, uh, each and every opportunity. We've got to make good now. We're, we're, we're down to the, uh, you know, uh, where these things get to be, uh, you know, it, it's us or nobody. Yeah, or, or it's someone else. It's us or nobody. No, Marvin, it, it's, it's you or, or it's someone else, like the Indianapolis Colts, by the way. The Indianapolis Colts, they have their quarterback. Andy Dalton, his future, injured, 30 years old. A.J. Green, injured, 30 years old. Billy Price, bad snap, injured Andy Dalton. Isn't it crazy to think, if you look back to, to April, the Bengals got it wrong. It should have been Lamar Jackson. You might not even be a big Lamar Jackson supporter. You might not even think he can play. But it is very clear that quarterback is what wins in the NFL. Quarterback. And don't mention Aaron Rodgers to me. I got that on Twitter. Don't mention Aaron Rodgers to me because Aaron Rodgers is playing a lot like Blandy Dalton right now. Quarterback play wins. Ask Andrew Luck. Right now, the New England Patriots a little bit worried up there because the quarterback at Tom Brady not playing up to par. Quarterback play is the difference. Quarterback play is what matters. It's what matters most. That's why Baker Mayfield coming in here and outplaying Andy Dalton, moving up and down the field, that was embarrassing. It's a rookie. Rookie's doing that to you. Your be- their- his best wide receiver is Jarvis Landry. Your best wide receiver was Tyler Boyd. And yet, Andy Dalton outplayed. Lamar Jackson was the pick. Right now, if the Bengals wanted to trade Billy Price for Lamar Jackson, do you think they could? The answer is no. Lamar Jackson, coming out of college, came out in a quarterback class where three to four of the guys, maybe all four guys that went ahead of him, Baker, obviously, but Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, all four of those guys probably go first overall in this year's draft. First overall. Number one overall. Baker did. Darnold certainly could have. Allen Rosen, all top 10 picks, could go first overall in this year's draft. And now this year, because you weren't aggressive, because you weren't proactive, when you go to look for quarterbacks, they're not going to be there. And you had one at 21. You had a quarterback who I think is, and a lot of people say, this is the negative, right? Oh, he's run first. Fine. You're right. He is run first at this stage of his career. No doubt about it. One, he's a weapon. Two, I think he can develop. Three, if you could have gotten, think about this. Robert Griffin III was had second overall. 
and the Redskins gave up a bunch of first-round picks and second-round picks and third-round picks and all this stuff to the Rams to get up the second overall to roll the dice and take a calculated risk on trying to hit a grand slam with Robert Griffin. Grand slam. They were looking for the next Michael Vick, only better, right? Michael Vick only dialed in all the time, playbook-wise, all that stuff, just dialed in all the time. They had to give up all those assets to take that risk. All of them. And it didn't work out, but sometimes things don't work out. For the Bengals, they didn't have to trade up at all. They traded down, and Lamar Jackson was there. Not because Lamar can't play, because it was a bad draft, or it was a great draft for quarterbacks. It was a bad draft to be a quarterback that wasn't Darnold, Baker, Allen, or Rosen. Lamar Jackson might go first overall if he was in the draft this season. First overall. He might be better than the Herbert kid from... Uh, from Oregon, the Justin Herbert kid. So it is better than Will Greer. Coming out, he'd be first overall. And that's my point. Lamar Jackson was a risk. Lamar Jackson is a risk. But you don't get where you want to go without taking risks. You don't get where you want to go without rolling the dice a little bit without gathering information a little bit, and the reason the Bengals didn't take him, the primary one, primary primary reason, Marvin Lewis and the coaching staff didn't think he was smart enough to play quarterback. And you might say, well, see, he's dumb. My response to that would be, do you trust Marvin Lewis to make that assessment? Do you trust Marvin Lewis? The same guy who was playing Cody Core over Auden Tate. The same guy who doesn't know how to get the ball to Joe Mixon or Giovanni Bernard consistently. The same guy who won't put both of those guys out on the field. The same guy who continues to run Hardy Nickerson out there instead of Malik Jefferson. The same guy who couldn't give a, a defense or make up a defense to stop Lamar Jackson's high school offense that they ran week that week. And you might say, James, will see they had to run on a high school offense. So freaking what? Win how you need to win. This idea that, oh, Lamar Jackson's only going to be a run-first guy forever. No, that's not true. But right now, while he's learning the game, if that's what works, that's what works. And that's my point. This Bengals organization is not willing to do whatever it takes. They're not. Marvin Lewis isn't. Mike Brown might not be. And it is ridiculous that they passed on Lamar Jackson 21st overall. I, I, in, in a Heinz, it is ridiculous. Nothing to do with Billy Price. I think he's going to be a fine player. I do. I think he's going to be a fine offensive lineman. But if you have a chance to potentially get an all-star quarterback, a quarterback that can be so dynamic and useful, you do it. Period. Period, period, period. That's it. Done. Kaput. Over. The Bengals didn't do it. Year prior, they had a chance ninth overall. And those who have listened to the podcast that long know I was all about considering a quarterback with the ninth overall pick. I love the Ross pick. I also was about considering a quarterback. They didn't even look at Mahomes seriously. They didn't even look at Deshaun Watson seriously. Yes, they did the regular evaluation that they do, but they weren't seriously considering either one. I would take both of those guys over Andy Dalton right now, and it isn't close. I would take Lamar Jackson over Andy right now, if for nothing else, to potentially hit it big, to potentially... Get the guy who can carry you 
Andy Dalton can't carry you. Even, even the biggest Dalton supporters, the biggest ones are like, yeah, well, you need to put stuff around him. You need to put stuff around him. Yeah, well, sure. Well, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, John Ross, C.J. Uzama, and I get it, A.J.'s been out a couple games. That's fine. C.J. Uzama, Tyler Boyd, in the legs of Lamar Jackson, along with the developing arm of Lamar Jackson, I'd want to see it. I think the Bengals got it wrong. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts, including well, basically any medium, any of them. Follow on Twitter as well at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. So you may have heard, and just a quick reminder, if you if you do see this, I'm moving to Cleveland to cover the Indians in the Cavaliers for 92-3 the fan. I hope you continue to follow me. Yes, I will remain a Bengals fan. That does not change. Yes, I will still do the Locked On Bengals podcast for the rest of this year. And yes, I would always love to talk Bengals with you on Twitter, on Instagram, and anywhere else. You want to talk Bengals. The new email address, jamesrap12, jamesrap12 at yahoo.com. Pretty simple. I've had that since I was 12 years old. No lie. By the way, I created that when I was 12 years old. That's why it was 1-2. Marvin Lewis was the head coach of the Bengals then. That's your depressing stat of the day. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today. Will Marvin Lewis be head coach? when I'm 30, looking more and more likely. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.